You know what time it is and you already know the deal. This is The Real For Real with Kevin, Trevor, and Isaiah. Bringing the realest, most in-depth perspectives on the film industry. So get ready, get set, and let's get into the show. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to The Real For Real. It's your boys Isaiah, Trevor, and Kevin back at it again. Hey, quick announcement. We are active on TikTok and we are uploading videos again on YouTube. So if you are not checking our YouTube, get on there and check it out. If you're not following us on TikTok, follow us at The Real For Real, y'all. So today we're going to be talking about They Clone Tyrone. Isaiah, I know you were tired. I know you were excited about this, right? Oh, yeah, man. Like, this is this is my wheelhouse. I mean, I love yeah. that, that kind of black exploitation. Uh, I like the black exploitation films. Maybe not necessarily all that they're about, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I do enjoy that, like... <laughs> And you enjoy yourself some pimp culture. Yeah, y'all, y'all know. <laughs> Put them on the spot. Yeah, I'm don't worry, say, I won't let you know that. One. I do too. <laughs> the rest of the world may not know that, but I do. I do. Yeah. I do not condone putting, you know, putting them out there on the track, as some would say. But <laughs> but I understand about you. that culture is. Yeah, he you likes your attire. Yeah, like you like you enjoy a nice suit. <laughs> I mean, like to have I'm, you heard it. <laughs> I'm sorry, church folk who listen. To me. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it's any consolation, pimp culture and church culture be pretty close. Y'all won't be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> everybody coming. Huh? Oh, man. I mean, the, the congregation coming in them in the fly suits on in the fly dresses and stuff. So I'm like, I mean, it's, it's sometimes look like a player ball on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> player ball on Sunday. Let me get into this. <laughs> There's you better make sure keep that thought because we got to talk about the church scene in this movie. But okay, oh we will. I got yeah. That was <laughs> shout out David Allen Greer, man. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, it was, was. It was so good to see him. Oh man, yeah. Okay. Y'all know me. I, right. I like I like Dag. So it was. I was like, oh yeah, that's David right there. Yeah, oh, yes, only him, and only him. Only him could do that one. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. facts, facts. Eddie, Eddie too. Eddie Murphy, but, but yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. Every uh, time I see David Allen Greer, though, all I can think about is uh. Uh, is back in the day in Living Color and Cephas and Riri. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Songs, bro. But dude, hey, the reason why I said Eddie too, because remember, don't forget Vampire in Brooklyn when he was the preacher too. Yeah, you know, no, right. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a funny scene. But I, I think I don't think that would have worked for this movie. No, not for this one. No, that they, one's yeah. campier than this. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah, yeah this yeah. works. Yeah. yeah, but hey, y'all, they clone Tyrone. This is directed by Jewel Taylor. Uh, I wasn't familiar with who Jill Taylor is. Um, I did I see that he was a screenwriter for Creed 2 and A Space Jam, A New Legacy. So I was like, okay, he was on target with one that I love, and the other one was a miss. So let's see what's going on here, because it's looking 50-50 for me. But, of course, we got a stacked cast here. I mean, we got John Boyega, Jamie Foxx, Tiana Paris, and the villain in here, Kiefer Sutherland, who I hadn't seen in a while. So Man, what? <laughs> yeah. Kiefer, been, he's been cool. around. He's been around. Yeah, he's been around. He's been doing other stuff. He's been doing a little bit of work. Uh, I thought he had a TV show not too long ago. Like was on a TV show, very similar. Mm. It it gave very similar, like twenty four vibes, but it wasn't twenty four. It was another one of those kind of like he worked for like a Secret Service or something. I thought he had a TV show like that not too long ago though. Mm, I remember seeing the trailer and thinking to myself, did they just reboot twenty four? But it wasn't that. (laughs) Oh man, okay. All right, yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, you got to get back to me on some of those. I, I do like him as an actor. But you know what's interesting? I did think this was an interesting release because it had a limited theatrical release uh, back July 14th. And then a week later, it started streaming. So I was like, damn, okay, that's uh, that's interesting. 
But mm-hmm. I'm glad we got it on Netflix at our convenience, and this was solid. So I got to ask Trevor, since you just saw it today, what were your overall thoughts after you saw this movie? I loved it. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. Ooh, I thought it go. was really fun. Uh, the cast works, and I want to say I think this is Boyega's best performance. Because mm. beforehand, I have to think about that one. But I think that, that's my not thin really. Wow. No, because I and then like I really felt like he transformed in, in this one. You know, he's yeah. I don't, mm-hmm. he kind of at times I kind of feel like he kind of suffers from the thing about like Will Smith, where you know when they ask Will Smith to do a movie, mm-hmm. part of that he's just going to be Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here yeah. I felt like I was like even the way he held himself and the way he walked, I was like this is a whole different dude. And of course, uh, spoilers when when you know he's playing the other characters you know when he plays tyrone and then when he plays mm-hmm. um actually i didn't co- i didn't get the name of the the scientist at the end but um you yeah, know I remember i didn't remember that name either and then when he's playing the other clone that's like the bodyguard to the scientist so you know it, it's i i think this was his best uh performance fontaine i really felt like was a true person was alive everything so but I that's what's it. up. I, I still need to watch his movie Breaking because I heard that was good too. But apparently, I mean, the brothers got range straight yeah, up. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, Isaiah, what'd you think after you saw? I mean, well, obviously you were on TikTok already, but go man. ahead and tell the people on here, anyways. <laughs> Y'all already know I was in hog heaven, basically watching this. From I think I think the moment they show, uh, the moment Fontaine shows up. <laughs> to go get the money from uh, from Jamie Foxx's character, and I'm listening to the dialogue back and forth, especially between yeah. Tiana Paris and Jamie Foxx. I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is too good. This is too good." I think mm. I bust, I died laughing when he's talking to her, and all of a sudden he's he pulls like the juice out of the fridge or whatever it is, and it's like, mm-hmm. "Which one of y'all?" <laughs> like he's like, "Which one of y'all motherfuckers gonna put the uh, empty thing of juice?" I was just, I was just dying. I was like, "This all works really, really well." Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, that's I a good way to put it. it to work well. It, yeah, but it just it all comes together really nicely in terms of their their camaraderie, and so I enjoyed myself. Let me ask you guys: Were y'all did y'all know about this a while ago before this release? Uh, saw, yes. Yeah, I'm about to say I saw some trailers for um uh, early on, like a little teaser, and that's what mm-hmm. got me interested in it. Yeah. Um, and I think I may have seen maybe one or two stills. I can't remember how long ago it was because I want to say it was about the time that either right at the time that Jamie Foxx got sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of those things kind of came out. Or I feel like was, I saw a trailer for it one time and then I just kept seeing pictures yes, online. Like, and then I yeah. was like, when is this coming out? When? <laughs> and yeah, then it got then, that theatrical release that I didn't know about. And then Netflix had dropped, and I just see the internet raving over it, and I was like, wait, what? Oh, shit, it's out. Okay, let me watch it. Yeah. That's how I that's how I got on it. <laughs> yeah. See, um, D, Movie Man, actually, uh, I think he did a video on it about like nine yeah. or eight months ago. And so that's what yeah, put it on did. my radar. So Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Y'all know he'd be catching them pre-screenings. He'd be saying stuff two years out and everything. So yeah, shout, yeah. shout out D. Shout out D. Get us on the list, man. Yeah, he'd be probably like, list, oh, dude. y'all just not y'all just not getting around to this, huh? <laughs> yeah. But uh man, for me, I thought this was refreshing for black cinema, man. I've been saying for some years now that instead of focusing on so many biopics, we need more like adventure stories and uh the horror satire, like what we got with the blackening, which I still have to watch. Um, but like unique sci-fi stories and just 
you know, because there's a ton of black creators out here with great ideas and we just need to get them green lit and, and get them out there. And if some of them are going to hit, some of them are not. But we got to just keep mm-hmm. making more of them. And this one hit. So I was yeah, I thought it was dope. So um, I really was digging this one. Um, now there have I'm going to mention it now. I, I got I got to say, y'all got to stop with this cloning stuff, man, because there, there, I've been on a lot of random hold Twitter on, hold on. threads. What you mean? What you mean? <clears throat> huh? What you mean? No, not y'all two. I'm talking about the people out there uh, uh, talking about this cloning stuff. Oh, like actual yeah. real. I'm talking know, about yeah, the conspiracy you know, theory. About. The conspiracy, yeah, the conspiracy theory, theories of talking about Jamie Foxx's. <laughs> that man is not cloned, y'all. Y'all chill. Chill the fuck out. Because remember, I, I said, didn't I send you a uh, video over there trying to do a side by side by the brother? I'm like, damn, dog. Like, yeah, I was damn, like, man, let my boy recover, man. Come on, dog. What y'all like, doing, on, man? man? We all know there's only one person that's cloning. And that's Gucci, man, okay? That's the only person that's cloning, all right? That's the only person that's... <laughs> just, no, Gucci, just, just Gucci. Just Gucci. Gucci. No, no, Gucci, he wasn't cloning. He started talking crazy about Angela Yee again. I said, oh, shit, never mind. That, that, he's still a savage. That's 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 Guwap. He just ain't got the belly no more. That's Guwap, though. He crazy. He ain't cloning, y'all. So yeah, but no, I just thought that was interesting though. I mean, it got people talking, but I'm just like, oh Lord, y'all talking about the wrong shit. But yeah, this was uh, this was legit. So let's go ahead and break this down, y'all. Let's get into positives, man. Y'all know how we do. We talk the positives, negatives, and then we'll give a score. So Trev, drop sure. us with your first positive, man. The direction. Um, as you said, Isaiah, it all yeah. of it just works together. There's a clear vision on how they uh, how he thought he wanted everything to look, feel, sound, mm-hmm. and it and it just it all pays off. The humor works. It's all just mm-hmm. it's just all tied in nicely together. Um, the only thing I don't like is the grainy look, but you know. That's actually what I was gonna say I thought was interesting. So I think I, it's that part was one to of give my that, positives. Yeah. Oh, is it okay? Why? No, well, so I thought the grain look was giving it that classic black exploitation look that they were going for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. but I like that the if you look at their attire and what they're wearing, they have the bright colors that they're wearing and it pops a little bit. So it doesn't look terrible, you know, yeah. like too too dated. No, uh-huh. so yeah. that's that's why I did like that. And they also had they also had some pretty cool shots in this movie too. Yes. Um yes. which helps with that grain so it's not too much where you're like, all right, this really feels yeah, so I thought yeah. it was I thought it was cool for that. So I'll just say I do get that I I do get that rationale when people do things like that because I even think uh, Jonah Hill for his movie uh, '90s or something like that, right? You know, yeah, kind of 90s, show, yeah. It kind of he kind of made it look like it's uh you know we're mm-hmm. watching it on a uh, cassette tape on a, or yeah or like it was a home video kind or a home of. video, yeah, yeah. So for it's me, shit, my only problem with those things is so I just I kind of don't like that on any movie I watch. So this yeah. this is nothing personal. But just Spike because, Lee, like, that for, shade to you, bro. To your, for mo- us, to your movies for like us, that. we live <laughs> when we're telling these stories and all that. I don't know. It kind of takes me out of it just because, um, you know, we see life very vivid. Yeah, <laughs> all those yeah, things no, are just. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, it kind of doesn't make sense. I know the, that you're what they're trying to recreate and then the, the feeling they're trying to portray, but mm-hmm. you know, that's just me. But anyway, yeah, yeah direction. Well, he gave his negative already. I had to. I, I, even, I even told coming in here. I told myself. I said, "You ain't gonna say nothing about that, Trevor. You gonna get in here and you gonna be quiet." That's, that's clearly a personal pick of yours, and that's just something that you wouldn't do. No, that's 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 valid, though. I mean, that's how you felt about it. I mean, I'm sure there's no, some know, people that, yeah, yeah, feel the same. You know, way I got my person. You know, I got my personal things about child <laughs> actors. So 
And I can't never, I can't ever shut up about those. <laughs> I'm out here destroying kids' dream. One here at the real for real, we rip child actors and child <laughs> movies. Anybody can get it. Isaiah, what about you, man? It's positive for uh, you. So my number one, of course, is coming to the the way that the film handles its its uh influences in terms of like the homages and tribute it plays to the films and genres that it kind of is like encompassing for instance it definitely gives like black exploitation vibes at, at at a certain point in this movie i definitely felt like it was uh it felt like watching black dynamite like it was like a spoof of mm-hmm. black exploitation in a way but it's done in a black black dynamite is clearly over the top and nonsensical but this mm-hmm. one doesn't have the, it doesn't feel that over the top and it also gave vibes of like Undercover Brother. Did anybody else feel that way when you watched yeah, it? Man, yeah, this was, was like Undercover was Brother, but done say, yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Like it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, that's what it felt like. And don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking well, Undercover Brother. I love Eddie Griffin. That movie yeah. was still funny as heck to me too, even with yeah. its commentary. But I was like, this one's done a little more cleverly. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a little yeah. more clever. It, it, was, I, it was too slapstick for you. <laughs> well, I mean, it was perfect for its time, but yeah. like, yeah, this is nuanced enough. That it it can be, it it doesn't come off as dumb. I went and saw Undercover Brother with like my family back in the day. I think I saw it with like my cousins mm-hmm. and stuff, and they were like, "This is stupid." <laughs> like, and I and I was having a good old time in there, but I don't mm-hmm. think that those same cousins right now, if they watched they uh, they clone Tyrone, I don't think they would have that same feeling about this because it doesn't feel as mm-hmm. as much of like a, a over the top joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then I'll say like it. Th- this movie is still it still does it, it is still absurd, but it doesn't. Yes. It, it's not super absurd, you know. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, so I think it does a very good job of walking that line. Yeah, like it, just I mean, barely it, crossing the line of absurdity. Because it's still well, kind of well. That's a because, I mean, you got I mean, Undercover Brother is going into super spy territory, slapstick, like Austin Powers type things. But the, yes, it's <laughs> like it's, it's clearly it's, it's goofier. So this it's one a is solid comedy. Spoof. But yeah, it's, it's more, a solid yeah. spoof. Yeah, it's just yeah, like basically. it's yeah, it's just like Black Dynamite. It's a solid spoof of those yeah. films well, in a way. Well, well, and then uh, not even just for Undercover Brother, but this also kind of mm-hmm. it had me remind me of um, uh, Sorry to Bother You, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, this, does, this did have a then, Sorry to Bother You vibe. But then that that movie, you know, that last thirty minutes, it, it go it goes off the rails, and I, that's for me is when it I does. was like, okay, that's too much for me. Well, oh, you yeah. thought it was too much, really? <laughs> Well, yeah. The, to I me, mean, it just threw me off because I was like, "Whoa!" The horse, well, the horse was, people thing. Didn't, I thought it was too dope. much for you. I thought it was dope. Okay, well, uh, that was I mean, too, that was too absurd for me I, because I, I it was to... just so far. I didn't see that coming. Like, well, I, I liked it. I liked it to a point. The act, the absolute climax when the horse people are going ridiculously nuts. That was when I was like, "All right, this is a little. This is this is extra at this point." <laughs> But everything leading up to right. it, I was like, it's fine. Even with the reveal of the horse people, it's fine. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, y'all know yeah. I like that corporate America stuff too, using your white voice. That's that's it's fine. Yeah, 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 no, no. I mean, everything, like I said, everything leading up was solid, yeah. but I was like, Yeah. The very end, the, that, the when everything yeah. is going to shit down there, I was like, uh okay. Because I was with it the whole time. I was there, and then that those last 15 minutes, like I said, and that's just when I was just like, okay, well, I was gonna rewatch this, but I don't think I need to anymore. <laughs> 
I mean, that's one that belongs in the Shout collection. Out to that one. I do need to. I need to add that to my collection. Yeah, it's um, very good. It's going to get added to the collection, so I might just check out. Yeah, <laughs> he'll just he'll keep watching it up to the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I was going to say good good mention on Undercover Brother because that uh, I did like an Undercover Brother. The idea of putting the control substance in the chicken in this movie, like that, they did that in this movie, which reminded me of Undercover Brother. And the, uh, the the chicken commercial undercover brother was hilarious when Billy yeah. D. Williams was like, "I want you to buy my, I want you to buy my fried chicken." Yeah, that is general so fried love. chicken, general fried chicken. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, that's that was that was funny, man. But and they and they um, and they clearly make the same reference, right? It's in the chicken yeah, in this one, but then the also, if you paid attention, there's also like an Easter egg to Black Dynamite, which followed the same thing and mm-hmm. put it in the malt liquor and in the, malt and liquor, the yeah. scene when they go in the store to buy the liquor. When he goes to buy the liquor before giving it to the homeless guy outside or the drunk outside, yeah. the if you look, anaconda malt liquor is right next to one, the one he grabs. Oh, yeah. is it? And that's yep. the one from uh, Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. So hey, that was a dope Easter egg. I mean, there's cl- there's also like I said, it, it also blends the horror and uh, sci-fi and suspense genres in there. It also like and and to name a couple of films that I think it kind of is going after. I thought it, there's definitely some Clockwork Orange happening there, right? Mm-hmm. With the uh, the brainwashing, but it also has maybe just maybe that's just me, but I also feel like there's some Matrix influence in this too. Like it just felt mm-hmm. Matrixy at, at some points the way they uh, the way they went about setting up the thing. So I, I just thought it was very mm-hmm. very very nice the way it handled those tributes and and paying homage to those different genres. Yeah, and I got films um, the the and, horror movie They Live that was I got that in here. Mm-hmm. I got Groundhog Day. Um, Black Dynamite, and then just that, uh, it just felt like a retro vibe VHS quality type, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, definitely that, that. Type of thing. it was yeah, a blockbuster so night cool. when you watched that movie. It was a blockbuster <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> um, I don't know, I do want to talk about, um, positive. A big positive for me is that everybody can interpret this film in different ways. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. some people can take things literally or, or whatever, or look at different things. But I did like, and Isaiah and I, like we did talk about this a little bit. We didn't get a chance to talk to Trevor too much, but the clones, I like how that was like the metaphor of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the clones basically representing the generations repeating the same stereotypes that, you know, the man had designed for these neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? And so you have these different characters, you know, one that's a, a hooker, you know, one that's a pimp, one that is, you know, gangster, whatever, drug dealer. Yeah. Um, these are what I interpreted was like, these are the clones, the lifestyle or that, that lifestyle is just basically carbon copies of the stereotypes placed in every single neighborhood and and hood across the country, basically. So I thought that Mm -hmm. was like legit, like that was the biggest takeaway for me. And I thought that really, that movie sold it for that. Like that was the big message. So I like the message. Yeah. uh, To piggyback off what you're saying there, like, Along with that, the fact that they're clones is is double interesting because it also means it doesn't matter how big, like who you thought you were, right? And the mm-hmm. reason I'm a point to that, like who, it doesn't matter specifically who the person is that is that role. You are still just one of a million of the same thing that's plaguing that community. And yes. the, the, yes. like the reason I point at that is like Jamie Foxx's character at all the time keeps referencing that he was. The 1995 Player of the Year. Right? <laughs> yeah. He referenced yeah. it a couple of times, and 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 then by the end of it, he's kind of like, 
I don't even know if I actually won that. Mm-hmm. And so despite the fact that you made, you know, this guy, the one version of him is the 1995 player of the year or whatever it may be, doesn't matter how well or how bad you're doing it, you're in, uh, at the end of the day, you still wasn't, you still ain't doing nothing to help anybody in your neighborhood and those around you. Like, so, mm-hmm. still, so regardless of that, it doesn't matter how great you thought you were. doesn't matter your name, this, that, and the other. You still are just a carbon copy of a very bad uh, element in the neighborhood. And you, and you, yeah. And, the, yeah. and of course, as Kiefer Sutherland says, yeah, we need y'all here. You can't go nowhere else. Yep. That's right. <laughs> y'all restore the balance. I was like, oh, this is, this is some, the clones of the people who would destroy your own living conditions. Yeah. It's, you are the clones. Yes, like, you, you, it's just good writing. It's really good, good writing. No, it really is. Yeah. It really is, and I, I do like the fact that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm looking at the title of the movie, and I'm like, so who is Tyrone this whole time? Because ain't nobody's name Tyrone. So yeah. What is this? And then we get that reveal towards the end. I'm like, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. They, they roll okay. credits, and then they they take us to L.A. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. there it is. <laughs> Because I, because I'm like in the middle of the movie, and I'm like, oh, did they just use Tyrone's just a stereotypical black name, yeah. or well, is there actually going to be? <laughs> well, I thought they so, were going to do. I thought they were going to do the whole, uh, uh, you know, Dark Knight Rises thing where they wait till the last minute to be like, actually, this character whole the whole time his first name is Robin or what was his middle name or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, was, oh, like that. So name. I thought we were going to get to a point where they're like, really, Font, uh, Fonte's name is Tyrone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought I kept yeah. thinking that too. I was like. Maybe Fontaine's just his street name because I was like, that's a weird name to just have. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I was like, especially yeah, when everybody's calling you Fontaine, it's like, dang, you ain't got no nickname, bro. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, that's got that's got to be his like street name, and he got yeah. Tyrone as his real name. That's why I just took it the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Pretty good. Um, what y'all think about the whole? So obviously, let's talk about the underground lab that they discover. So like. <laughs> What did y'all think about that reveal when they get there, when they get to the house, they get to the elevator, they go down and like we just get put into that environment. You like the way it looked and just yeah. the way those scenes played out? Yeah, I like the way they looked. Uh, I like the use of the the lighting and the colors and uh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I was I was really cool. I, I thought that was really cool. And I love the idea of like <laughs> that it was specific places that, that can get mm-hmm. you there. Like all the yeah. places that, you know, everybody's heard the conversations in the black community all of us have heard those about the different things that are used to indoctrinate us in a way and it turns mm-hmm. out to be like the church is one of the access points the strip club is one of the access points mm-hmm. you know the the mm-hmm. the restaurant you know what i'm saying the restaurant winds up being access points but i also love how the dope house was one and then all of a sudden it <laughs> it's gone like how also these places are there and it's established as this is a place where you can find the clones at but mm-hmm. then when they go back to be able to try to say this is the problem, mm-hmm. it's all vanished, right? Like they go back to go try <laughs> yeah. and stop the problem. None of that is there. So I thought right. that was kind of interesting also in itself too. Like it was interesting. They can pack up and move whenever they are. So the source of the problem is never able to be found mm-hmm. when they want to get rid of it. Okay. You, yeah. You could take you could take that to mean what you want it to mean, but mm-hmm. I mean, after watching Snowfall and all the rest of this, I'm like, <laughs> mm, I don't think that was there by accident. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come back down to earth with the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm not saying I agree hey, with that it, good. but that definitely that was no, it was like it's no, done he, that way. No, purpose. I just I didn't I didn't 
<laughs> you what you said, said makes very good sense. I did not yeah. think about all that. I did not draw those connections, and you were just yeah. You're, you're existing on another plane, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Y'all, y'all know I told you this is right in my wheelhouse. And yeah, no, nah, I like the, that. When they added mm-hmm. the layers to it, I'm like, oh, y'all just made this my ultimate movie for the year. Like, it's yeah. gonna be hard to top that for 2023 for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, man, shut, yeah. man. Hold on. Mention that. Uh, don't forget mentioning that uh, liquor store too, man. When they keep yes, coming yeah, out of there right. every single time, because what? Because that and and every neighborhood, man. In our neighborhoods, we got them on every corner, right? Just like mm-hmm. we got those on every corner, we got a church on every corner, right? So, right. That's those two things, and that was put in this movie. So, yeah, that was it's it's subtleties in this movie. It wasn't heavy handed at all. I don't think. What do you think? No, uh, I agree. I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was this was really creative, man. Really creative. Now I do want to ask y'all, what do you think about the white guys with the afro? I was trying to kind of get like what what was that about? But so, so no, just the end the end explains uh-huh. all that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, go ahead um, then. Well, so so like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong because I did have a little bit of this in the negatives piece, but when we meet the original version of Fontaine, the actual original. Mm-hmm. He's talking about how he's been trying to it, it, it's all the whole commentary on the idea that like instead of making America this melting pot where we're all trying to, where all of our individuality is then mixed into become one person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what he's going for. He's like, I figured out that these are all the things, that all the qualities and I'm going to make us all white people so all the white yeah. people we see with afro yeah there we go are technically black they were black people first yeah okay yeah. that's which, what okay which, that's what i that's what i was okay all right and then he makes that making great, sure we on the same and then, and then he makes that great comment he says yeah it all works but that damn hair just <laughs> yeah. can't get the hair to take <laughs> and, oh, I mean, I, and, and i thought that was a I, I really thought it was an interesting take because early on in it it looks like it was a nice like flip on that commentary, right? Because usually, mm-hmm. you if we were seeing all these white people with black hair, or with black people hair, or white people in black folks clothes, and this type of thing, you know, doing you know DJing at the black club, we would assume this would be a commentary on white, you know, white people trying to adopt black culture. That would mm-hmm. be the assumption that you would make. In fact, I'm gonna I'll say it. That was my assumption. That is what we was going for at first too. Mm-hmm. When really this is about over assimilating, like, or yep, really yep. they are a represent- representation of over assimilation. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you are, <laughs> you are, you're trying too much to, to fit into the, uh, to what America wants to the point where you don't, I like, you don't look anything like your, your roots and heritage this mm-hmm. other, outside of, of course, there's always to tell. And in this one, he made it the hair, right? Mm hmm. <laughs> But I was like, that's a really interesting, like, I, I wasn't expecting that to be the, the take on that. But I also didn't expect the black guy to be behind it either. Like, at the hey, end hey, Trev, yeah. that nigga spinning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why, that's why I wanted to cook. do this episode. Yeah, <laughs> stand back and let him cook, man. Hey, look, that's why I wanted to do this, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I, talk I, about I, the I, music, too, though, man. Talk about the music, so, man. So you to took it. Club. Yeah, you, Low key, mm-hmm. low key, we've all been hitting on the exact like my list of positives. We've mm-hmm. all hit a lot of them in a lot of ways. 
So that last one I had was about the soundtrack. You know what? Can't go ahead. Let's wait, just go ahead and wait. mute our mics and let Isaiah go. <laughs> wait, oh, no. That's what I was going to say. I mean, shit, just do a monologue on this bad boy for the rest of it. No, no, but I disagree with But no, no, you were talking about the you're talking about the soundtrack, which I do want you to talk about, but I want you to talk about the music and how they were using that to control the people as well. Think about like rap music, right? And how damaging they say right. that is. Well, actually, how damn, I mean, shit. Some of it is, really. I mean, you know, certain parts, mm-hmm. you know, and how it is and how it affects us and how music can affect us and affect our community and certain things. Uh, sure, especially yeah. when we start talking about certain genres of rap in itself when we talk about drill music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, go ahead and hit on that, too. Well, no, I'm just so saying, like, so in mine, I was just, in my mind, the soundtrack is just cool in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's... The music has got really, really funky grooves to it, like yeah, yeah. black exploitation films do, and they don't. So a lot of oh, if you've seen Black Dynamite, they do a great job of this um, in the movie. In Black Dynamite, they have like the songs in the background that are clearly narrating what is happening. Oh yeah, yeah, to a degree. And yeah. in this movie, they don't exactly do that, but the way that like some of the the choice of music that they use and the choice of artists and the choice of like um, lyrics and stuff that are playing sometimes in the background help to match, match the same way. Like it kind of does mm-hmm. and serves the same purpose. But I also just thought that like overall sonically it, it really just helps to glue everything together too. Right. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's pretty good. I, I downloaded the soundtrack like right after. Um, I have it right here. I just pulled it up for the first time. Surprisingly. Okay. Because Kevin, me and you were talking about some some of the music in it. Uh, yeah, the I mean, Diana Ross song to drop, right? Bruh, yeah. When I, I immediately <laughs> downloaded that Love Hangover, immediately like <laughs> Diana Ross, yeah. And uh, and like the way, but like I mean, like with the way it's played in the section of it they play in the movie, like it just fits. It just works. Oh, it's a vibe, yeah, for sure, yeah. And even the opening, uh, the opening of the of the movie, the song that plays there kind of does a great job of setting the scene and. Ma- it's married well to its soundtrack, I would put it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course they did they redid Call Tyrone into Who yeah, Cloned Tyrone that. at the yeah. end yeah. <laughs> Erica Badu. I like uh, that. Yeah. I, I did like that that little remix of that. That was pretty cool. Which I need to listen to the full song too. So for yeah, second. I just downloaded the pl- playlist just now, actually. Yeah, but for a, it, for a second when I was hearing that at the end, I was all like, I must be tripping. <laughs> I didn't hurt this yeah. song plenty of times. Those aren't the lyrics. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought too. I, I was like, been the lyrics. Because I started <laughs> singing the original and I say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that was that was cool, man. That was cool. And you know, I'd uh to go to something else, uh Kiefer Sutherland's character. I don't know, did y'all pick up his name was Nixon? Yeah, I was I was wondering if they did that for a reason or if they were doing that to give a nod to President Nixon. Did y'all think about that at all or not really? So uh, no, because I, I think I missed that his name was Nixon in the initial viewing. Oh, okay, I okay. Just, I, I think I just thought of him as like he doesn't. I, I didn't remember him introducing himself. He kind of oh. what I remembered was, and, and I don't know if this is this is just the way I remembered hearing it. Uh, yeah. I thought he had just said he was who he was doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like and so I just went. He did say that though, and so I just I I think I never connected it, but I wouldn't. I mean that'd be interesting. Usually, I think the villain of at least when it comes to presidents, usually Reagan. it comes back to Reagan. Yeah, <laughs> in these type of yeah. movies, it would be Reagan. So 
That well, y'all know that Reagan and Nixon did have that racist conversation on the phone, so I was like, yeah, that was leaked, so, you know. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, did they place. do Nixon for a reason? Or Okay. Yeah, like uh-huh. you said, Isaiah, usually I hear it's Reagan, then Nixon, and then I've yeah. also heard Woodrow Wilson. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So I haven't yeah. heard the Wilson ones before. Uh-huh. Yeah, some people say, little... I haven't looked it up myself, so I'm not going to repeat all that here. But <laughs> no, I hear you. I'm about to do my deep dive tonight. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> guess no, I ain't I going to sleep this about, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, the reveal of Fontaine's mom, what y'all think about that, too? The voice on the I, tape recorder. I don't. I won't lie. I was catching. I, I caught it earlier. I, I I caught it the first That's time. That's funny. Dang, to her. you caught it I earlier. Was like, Damn, man. That, I was, I was like, she, what the hell? she didn't open the door the first time. I'm like, she ain't there. She ain't real. But hey, also, you initially said that after yeah, the first well, knock the, on the door. Well, because my my thought is, if the movie's about somebody being cloned, we are in the commercial. Unfortunately, well, reveals that he's cloned at one point. My first thought was, well, well if he's cloned, there can be other clones, right? So I was mm-hmm. like, the mama don't open the door. I don't think she's real. And then the second time we see it happen, I'm like, yeah, for sure she ain't real. She can't be real. Now, I didn't expect it to be a whole just Well, the only story. reason why I didn't catch it at first is because I was thinking about his little brother and her situation and maybe she was depressed and want to come out. So yeah. I was like, and yeah. then after the second, you kind of get a hint that you start thinking that way, like possibly, yeah. but mm-hmm. the reveal still hit hard. For, I was like, oh, oh shit. Dang. I think it just hits hard, period, the way he delivers that line. Yeah. Or, or the scene plays out. Opens the door and like shit, like tripping out. Open. Yeah, he burst through that door. Yeah. Burst through the door. Yeah. Well, well, and it's so painful because of the moment right before when he's like, he's mm-hmm. really breaking, and he's like, "Mama, I yeah, could oh, really, yeah. I could really use you right now, right?" Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was and a good I, scene. I was like, and then I, I think, like, and then he's still talking to the, he's still talking to the speaker. Mm-hmm. He did. Mm-hmm. He's he hoping, like, like to he's, it. Yeah, he needs that answer regardless of whether it's a speaker or not. I was like, yep. man, this is sad, bro. Like, this is this is tough. And then we get that yeah. nice scene, the next scene immediately, we get that nice heartwarming scene with the kid uh, that's kind of been like, uh, reminds him of his little brother. And then so mm-hmm. um, that was just really heartwarming. And he was like, okay, here it is. This is this is the reason. Yeah, Even yeah. though all everything may be a, a lie, this relationship yeah. is true. and And this is what uh, we need to live. Yeah, I live for. So yeah, that, that I like that. Nice heartwarming scene. I did like that. Yeah, yeah like it's that. interesting how Fontaine's character starts off kind of one note at first. You're just yeah. kind of like, okay, he's a dealer. All right, he's whatever. I mean, you're impressed with it because John Boyega is playing something different, but you don't really start seeing his change and his arc until obviously you know as the movie progresses. But it's an impressive arc. I thought it was well done. Yes, yeah. his character in general. But yeah. I, I like Yo-Yo, man. Y'all got to talk about her now. Because even uh, <laughs> and then even on that, talking about his character, even in the yeah. scene where they're uh, eating chicken and mm-hmm. they all start mm-hmm. laughing and all that stuff, yeah. I think yeah. even like something to note on Boyega's performance is like there you could he did such a good job of making it seem like yeah that character actually doesn't laugh. It was kind of like it was kind of like listening to the Kawhi yeah. laugh. It's just like yeah. I, I think yeah. that's I think that's his true laugh, but it's still awkward and like, yeah, it's <laughs> often yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I was gonna also like so I would to comment on like Kevin's point, and I do want to go back to Yo Yo. I agree. Yo Yo Tiana Paris was doing fabulous in this movie. And I was surprised fabulous she participated in this, I'm not gonna lie. Which I shouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. She just participated in the Spike film, Chirac and 
Yeah, she's down for it, but I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm surprised she played this character. That's she dope made- either way. <laughs> Kevin, I know you got your problems with Shirek, and we don't need to get into that here. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at that she, moment when she's, I, she's when she what was makes Shirek. I said yeah. she'll support anything. Well, no, hold on. I ain't, ain't co signing that. All I'm, I'm saying is that she's the main reason I kept Chirac on. That's true. It got to yeah, the point no, where facts, I was all like, facts, okay, yeah. I can appreciate what he's doing here. Yeah. It wasn't for Nick Cannon. It was a marketing really? issue. Oh, okay. oh. No, I would not have finished it if it wasn't for Tiana Paris. That's for, that's 100%. Yeah. Um, but anyway. what I was saying is to, to your point about um, Fontaine, it's actually pretty interesting to me because what you said in the beginning, he's flat. I think it's also on purpose kind of to go along with it is not just the clone business, but like the fact that like doing these, like, like being this drug dealer, this, that, and the other, he's become just this guarded soul. Right. Mm -hmm. And and even, and even being that drug dealer, when the first, when the kid gets in the car, I thought it was kind of funny to me, the juxtaposition of like, this kid is in the car and yes, he's being paid to snitch and tell whether the other drug dealers are around, but what Mm -hmm. is he talking? He's, He's clearly very joyous the whole time, mm-hmm. talking about like cartoons and ha- you know still kitty stuff. Mm-hmm. To which even Tyrone or sorry Fontaine, not Tyrone at the time, Fontaine, when he get kicks him out of the car, like saying like, "Yo, I'm not gonna give you no real job. I'm not putting you on for real." He kind of respects this whole you be a kid and have a you know continue being joyous to a degree. Yeah, like don't don't yeah. lose your innocence. And he's got this shell of he's not a I mean he's not human, even though he, we haven't seen that yet. He isn't mm-hmm. really human. There's no feelings to him, there's no nothing. He only is monotonous, like going through the monotony of I sell my drugs, I collect my money from people. Yeah. This is this is what the life in the hood is made of. There's nothing to live for, nothing to be excited about, no nothing. And as the movie progresses, I thought that was really interesting that he gains those pieces back mm-hmm. and i think the culmination is when like like trevor said the culmination when he's talking to the little boy again this time and is able to emote and to have just the to just be a person you know what i mean to be a person mm-hmm. in that moment is really really cool um yeah so i just thought that, that 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 commentary underneath the fact that yes he's a clone trying to assert his own uh i guess you could say ind- or not independence but individuality I think that also is kind of p- pitted against the idea of like being a black person growing up in these harsh environments. Like it, mm-hmm. it sometimes can take some of those things out of you. Yeah. So I thought that was no, good. those are all good points, man. For real. Um, and also shout out to Chester, who uh, the clone, the old old guy, old Fontaine. There we go. Uh, uh, he boy, he whooped Fontaine's ass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Was it him or was it what? Uh, uh, is it, it's the other clone. Which one is it? So Chester is the bo- the <laughs> other clone. That's Chester, like, like the bodyguard. Yeah, uh, there we go. So Chester is the bodyguard who whoops his ass pretty. Down. I was like, damn, Ooh, can't stand a chance, Fontaine. Come on now. Yeah, um, he was, he was, well, he was like he was trained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it looked like Chester didn't get any of the memories. No, nothing. All he that's got a- was <laughs> on site. That's what they put in his programming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, that was cool, man. Um, yo, no, this, was this fun. Was, yo, yo, was fun though. I mean, ev- everybody was cool. Everybody nailed it, man. This was, uh, man, Trev. You think they'll have a physical release of this? 
Since it's gone, uh, I mean, they had a theatrical run. I Man, I hope they get something. I would like to buy this and have a What Netflix copy. has been doing with these, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, damn it, man. Yeah, once it goes to Netflix, I guess it's over. Uh, yeah. Dang, that sucks. There are there are a couple of Netflix. Films I don't think we I ever got a physical release from. We never got the Five Bloods. Or no, anything, I haven't so. seen a Malcolm and Marie physical release. I'd love it, but yeah, they don't, I haven't seen yeah. it. Here. No, I think mm-hmm. it just nope. depends. Maybe on the ones that are really, really do well, and hopefully this does it. Because like I know House of Cards got a a, a physical release, but it did. Yeah. yeah hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what Netflix is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that decision is made. So. I'll comb mm-hmm. the internet and see what happens. Maybe eventually they'll put them all out there. <laughs> Netflix but I get, is going to say, why would you want to buy a physical copy? Just stay subscribed to us and you can watch it anytime you want. You hit the nail on the head. You hit the nail yeah, on course. the head. I was just yeah. about to say they probably won't because they realize, well, dang, if they can go buy it, they mm-hmm. can one time buy that instead of keeping a subscription with us to watch it. So the only way I see those things going, to they know they like, they know they got people locked in with these shows, man. Come on, ain't nobody going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> at the moment, but everything, you know, things dry up. Wells do dry, so we'll have yeah. To see. I think yeah. that's when they'll release a lot of stuff on physical. Is if anything ever happens to Netflix and they have to pull a, you know, a blockbuster yeah. and close shop, then you'll start to do that to be able to recoup some, some money. Yeah. Um. Sure. Was there anything else that y'all uh, liked or wanted to talk about with this one? Not to, uh, we don't have to go too deep in it, but of course, Jamie Foxx uh, killed it. Jamie always yeah. kills it, but yeah, his charisma, he, man, he, always. Yeah. yeah, but he even did a little. He he did some more acting. He did <laughs> than normal. Did. Jamie can also fall into that category of people hire him and like Jamie be Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah. He definitely transformed. He even he even had a different little uh, uh, more dainty run. For uh, slick, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yeah. I was like, yeah. run. he run dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, not... you could tell he really enjoyed uh, playing slick. Yeah, he man. had a lot of fun playing slick. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, just, I enjoyed Yo Yo though. Like Tiana Paris's Yo Yo was really cool to me, and I yeah. think she's she oddly enough is like the glue, but also a lot of the funny lines and stuff are. She, I think she's a lot of the comedy for it. And she even helps. Yeah. She's she my helps favorite character. A lot of his, so, yeah. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. she helps. Uh, your favorite for the wrong reasons, but. <laughs> eh, well, you know, you didn't have to point the obvious out. No play. <laughs> Look, y'all know my y'all know my favorite is Slick, but. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, of course. See, Slick had a lot of funny lines. I thought. Yeah, yeah he did. but but I, 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 I that's what I was saying. Like I think Yo Yo is always there to kind of set up. Like she helps his, even his lines become even more, mm-hmm. like poignant. At some points, like Especially when they be going back and forth, their dialogue. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I think in the elevator, where, he, where he's like, uh, when she pulls out the gun first, yeah, and he's like, "Really? You gonna bring out like you got a pistol on you?" This and and she's like, "You never know." And then all of a sudden, like they get closer to the bottom, and he pulls out that little pistol as well. She's like, "Yeah, oh, told you." <laughs> like I was like, they just work. They just work really well together. Yeah, to me. No, yeah, they do. really good. The chemistry was there, man. Yeah. I love the. Mm-hmm. uh I also love the uh, the storytelling with Yo-Yo in terms of like, or the element of using the Nancy Drew books. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I like that too. Yes, there we go. Glad <laughs> you mentioned it. Yes. Well, because it's like, I mean, it's kind of cool because like, yeah, this this is a lady who's a prostitute that we all are thinking that, well, everybody has their own preconceived notions about a prostitute, right? Mm-hmm. And that she may not be that intelligent. She ain't that smart. I mean, her, her opening dialogue 
is pretty funny when she's referring to like, sure, there ain't no money in uh in uh that cryptocurrency business, but uh, but oh yeah, blockchain <laughs> is the future. Yeah. <laughs> like, like these little things where she's saying it, you thinking, yeah, she ain't really that that bright. But then like to use that Nancy Drew as like a segue to show that like she did she had other goals and she was smart enough to be able to see how how things maneuvered in those like to to interpret the books well enough to you know move forward in other ways i thought that was pretty yeah. neat like yeah. she only that may have been all she had access to was the nancy drews but it didn't limit her in any way like i thought that was pretty cool to me i thought that was she she's just cool like i thought the whole movie is cool Isaiah, since you since you are spitting today, uh, we're gonna hit you with a little trivia here. Um, oh, shoot, I ain't so going to really we're going to our uh, TikTok here because I want to shout out my boy Cinematic Joshua. Uh, Cinematic Joshua did not like they cloned Tyrone. Um, yeah, man, I he, saw that. I was sure, uh, and he actually, you know, I told him I commented on it and said something, and I told I referred him to my video on it, and he said I like your metaphor example. Uh, but he also he had some questions, so I figured I opened it up for Isaiah. Um, he said they aren't Hold saying on. all. Are you gonna blindside me with this? Like you don't oh, know how to interview, you're, brother. You're spinning. You're spinning. You're spinning today. So we <laughs> you don't know how to interview. You got to bring me the questions ahead of time. <laughs> I can think of them. <laughs> he said they aren't saying that all the bad stereotypes are clones. So why can't the products be enough? Um, he said clones are what ruined the plan. Was old John being forced to make clones? I don't know why he would help for science. What are your thoughts on that? Do you have anything you want to say to Cinematic Joshua on that or, or leave it alone? I like that we have oh. two episodes in a row that we call on out follow tick, uh, fellow TikTokers. Oh, man. I mean, we just I mean, collaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I, I love. I mean, shout out to Cinematic just, Joshua. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. I mean, yeah. I, I, though we didn't agree on the film, I, I mean, I respect his take. Um, so if I'm understanding the question correctly, he's wondering why original John would choose to even be a part of this, right? Like, yeah, to, and then also he thinks that, uh, there, why can't, why are we using clones? Why can't the products be enough for this film? So I think he thought the whole clones thing was a bad idea. He said products already do enough. So I think he's referring to like the relaxers and the yeah all that stuff. Okay. He said, "If we have this, why are we using the whole clones thing?" So the real Fontaine right. said that wasn't good enough. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? He said that's and that's why he said uh, yeah. that's why he has this whole point when he makes assimilation is better than annihilation. Yes, yeah, that's facts. There, it's answered. There we go. So, because I was about to say that's that's the the gist of it. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, products yeah. are only there to help with the assimilation piece. Or better yeah. yet, they are the script that we need to follow, right? Yeah. As as you as they indulge in the chicken, they become jovial, jovial and laughing. Mm-hmm. The way, uh, all right, digging into it, the way I think people want to see want us black people to be. They want us to be the entertained mm-hmm. and funny, and they love laughing mm-hmm. at us when we laughing. They love laughing, quote unquote, with us. You know what I'm saying? Because we are so funny. We're hilarious. This, mm-hmm. They love that about you. They want you to be when when old girl Chappelle said show, the, Chappelle show. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to, to, to make the jokes and be just funny. It's mm-hmm. okay for it's okay. They would rather you like the, the relaxer, the girl sitting there and she's talking about a legit struggle that she's going through. Mm-hmm. They would rather you just be like, oh, but it's fine. It's gonna yeah. be okay. I think even the message 
in the church scene is this whole message of like, no matter how bad your life is, be thankful, be glory, you know, which I'm not saying not to do that, but I also know that that was put in there on purpose. You don't mm-hmm. have a, you don't have an elevator to the, you know, to the underground layer and a preacher preaching about, despite the fact that you can't feed, like, as he goes into detail, he lists a couple of things. He's like, if your lights get cut off or something, you know, those type of things, mm-hmm. he's like, it's okay. Just, you know, be happy and, you know, be be thankful for what you do have and this, that, and the other. So I think those are just the methods that are you like, yes, he's right. Those methods are there, but they're all ways of trying to make you still just be okay with the status quo to mm-hmm. f- form the assimilation. And the, the yeah. real reason that John is involved, he, he explains it. It's about the brother, right? Mm-hmm. The whole thing is about when, when we find out that the brother was killed because of a, you know, killed by cops in the store. Mm-hmm. Little brother's killed by cops. The whole goal is that maybe the only way we work, we can be a true harmony is we have to all legitimately become one another. Mm-hmm. And the clones are just, I think, a mis- in my mind, the clone piece of it, like, is like you said, they were just the preliminaries of trying to get it right, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get mm-hmm. the formula right. The mm-hmm. relaxers are the next phase of it. And now finally he's gotten close until the hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there we go. That's what I that's my answer for him. I don't know if that's answered everything you can. You could drop your mic there. That was a good round of applause. And Trevor, All Trevor right. hit it on the head, really. So give it to Trevor. He but yeah, I'm well, yeah, Trevor went got straight to the point. <laughs> Boom. You better than me. <laughs> you know, Trevor's quick, straight to the point. All right, yeah, that's it. All right. Y'all have negatives? Did y'all have negatives for this? Uh, um well yeah why not everything can't be perfect right no i agree uh what i was just gonna say the movie is very smart i think um i think mm-hmm. there were some points maybe eh, maybe in the half halfway mark i mean trevor watched it today he would know better i saw it a little while ago we got some expo- uh exposition towards the end and explaining of things that i don't think we necessarily needed that's what i put <laughs> so that's what i think uh you know, you know, I don't think we needed it. So like that, was, the, that was pretty like much. Like the exp- explanation of the mind control music, I was like. Yeah, I was like. Oh, I mean, at this point, we, we we kind of figured it all out. Why spoon feed us that one? That's why I said, yeah. I, I said, this movie's already, it's already doing its thing. Sorry, you uh, ain't got to do that. So. And I also thought the relaxers were, the relaxers making them relax about incidents was a bit on the nose. <laughs> I was yeah. like, mm, you can find a better way to place that one. But also, um, I mean, I don't know. How did y'all feel about the second? I feel like the second half slowed down a little bit. It wasn't anything. That's me nitpicking some. Because I think when the movie started and then we get to the halfway point, I'm like, oh shit, this is legit. And then the second half, it just, the pace slowed a little bit for me. And then obviously into the last act of the action and all that stuff. And then we get more information. Uh, from old Fontaine and all that, that was fine. But some parts it kind of pace slowed a little bit for me. But that yeah, was just for a me, little though. bit, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't nothing like you know well, took me out of it or nothing like that. There is a moment that felt like a false ending. Like I can't remember where it was. And I think it's right before Yo Yo gets captured. Like she comes mm-hmm. by and visits 
uh, Fontaine and is like, you know, trying to convince him to come back. And he's like, no, nah, I'm done with this. There's a moment that feels like it's just going to end on a sad note. And it, the movie literally feels like it stopped there. If that makes sense. Right. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like it could have ended there. And yeah. then it kind of tries to re-kick itself back up for the, for the finale. Mm-hmm. Whenever mm-hmm. you know everything happens, but I just mm-hmm. remember feeling like before they go to question the other uh, the other prostitute about where Yo Yo's been, there was mm-hmm. a moment in there where I was like, I feel like this should have been done before we got here, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I wasn't enjoying it. I was just like, it just felt like something happened that felt final and climactic, you know, mm-hmm. or anticlimactic but final, something along those lines. I don't know how to describe. Mm-hmm. It. That was the only thing I really felt. Mm. That's real. Now, this was another thing that I was thinking about. Uh, and this, I think this was more just so, I mean, it's a cool thing, but it kind of was a little confusing for me because the sh- the way the film looks, it's given you like, okay, this was my first maybe 15 minutes of the movie. I was like, damn, what time period is this? Oh, this is today. Cause I'm like, they're dressed modern. Uh, or had no, they're dressed old school at points, you know, from the, just the way things look. But the conversations mm-hmm. we have is like Obama, but like I'm like Obama's not president now, so like what? What? <laughs> that was like <laughs> I don't know some of the references. Or blockchain, yeah, yeah, yeah there's blockchain and stuff like. So there's like different references, and I'm like, wait, are we going? Are we in 70s? Are we not? Okay, but the dressing is not quite matching. So I was just a little like, okay, what are we in? Okay, is it today? All right, that's it. Because I don't think we ever get like a year. In the well, movie, and I don't, like we're I don't think we're today. I don't think we're supposed. And I don't to, think right? we're supposed to. But I was just Pri- kind of like yeah. prior to maybe. Prior to maybe the scene at the very end with Tyrone, yeah, I think it's the Glen, which because they never state what city they're in specifically. They say Memphis at one point. She does mention going to Memphis, but I don't yeah, feel she like it's a city. Yeah, but I don't remember them ever saying where the Glen actually is. They which just is good the because it keeps it open to any hood in the country, which is and fine. That's, yeah, you I feel like that. that was all in all on purpose. This wasn't supposed yeah. to be some place you can easily identify. Right, they no. Pick a motel that's that. pretty rinky dink, but everything mm-hmm. they show in the city, nothing looks. I don't. I never get a moment that uh, I never see a change even in scenery that tells me what neighborhood, what part of the town. Like, oh no, there's the no landmark you can uh, use. Yeah. Here. So, and I, I was like, that's <laughs> except that's for the end of the movie mean. when we clearly state. I mean, it's L.A. at that point. So right, and even point, then, okay. is it '90s L.A.? Well, it doesn't. We don't know. Yeah, I guess it's today's. I don't know. So, no, that's fair. That's fair. I the don't only know. thing I just was just kind of like, damn, I wish I would have kind of known what to, what we're in. I mean, you know, what year? It's two thousand eight, oh nine, twenty ten, ninety six. Oh no, shit. It can't be ninety six. We're talking about Obama, so it's oh nine. I don't know. If it's yeah. today, damn niggas, y'all gotta dress a little more up to date than that. Well, truthfully, know. truthfully, <laughs> by that point with Tyrone. It could be ninety six because we don't know when that specific yeah we don't know what thing what is year he, at. Like yeah, from, right. yeah he could have actually ran into this whole situation earlier later you know all that could right be which I do like how the end does leave it open to interpretation mm-hmm. which is good so that, that that was cool so on what year it is or whatever so uh, that's fine yeah I just you know. By the way, hey, I guess let's just give our scores then, if, unless y'all got some negatives. I don't think y'all said anything negative. Well, I said mine were the same as yours. But you said mine, same as mine. Trev, yeah. anything? No? Perfect? 100%? Um, only, only uh, like I said at the beginning, but that's just 
my own personal thing. Oh, okay, I got you. I'd say go ahead and just all movies need to be <laughs> sharp quality, 4K. <laughs> this needs 4K quality. Colors popping, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So yeah. for me, my score is a 97%. That's good. That's solid. That's what's up. What about you, Isaiah? Um, I would have to put it at like, uh, yeah, 95 yeah, we're at the same, 95%. That's where I'm at. Yeah. It's great. It's a great movie. I miss. Very creative, man. I'll be t- hey, man, come on. This was a win for Black Cinema, man. That's yeah. what I was telling Cinematic Josh. I said, hey, man, this was a win, baby. We got it. Uh, shout out to Draco Mays on TikTok as well. We're going to be chopping it up. We're going to have to get him as a guest on here pretty soon. Um, yeah, no, everybody, the consensus was pretty much everybody enjoyed this movie. Um, this was dope. Uh, I'm happy it got the praise it got. Uh, I'm glad Jamie Foxx is good. It's so good to have him. Yes, and I'm going to yes. tell you, man, Jamie Foxx is one of my favorites. One of my just my favorite just celebrities in general because he's so talented, can do it all, literally. So, yeah, super talented dude, man. True. Got a lot of love for that guy. So, yeah, this was dope. Kemp, before you sh- uh, before you end the episode, I think we need to take a moment to talk about the tragedy that happened today in our justice system. Tory Lanez oh. was uh, sentenced to 10 years. <laughs> I know us all here at the real for real. Sorry, I thought you were straight. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get. That's all I can say. Uh That's all I can say. That's all I can say. This man was shooting at her and said, "Dance B word." Come on, bro. What kind of what kind of strategy does your defense actually have at that point? At this point, they're just delaying your trial. Like what? They can't do anything else. Well, you going I can't remember. If, I can't. Wasn't his defense like uh, I didn't shoot her, but if I did, I had a I had a traumatic childhood. Yes, yes, yes. That's that was his defense. Yes, that was. But if I did, man. But if I did, okay, OJ. <laughs> I, I know. I know his defense. I know his defense attorneys were just sitting at the damn desk, like, brother, shut up! Don't say nothing else. Like hey, we man, told he, you. Hey, look, man. He he brought it. I mean, look. Dude brought it upon himself, and he. What else did he do? He was still dropping songs, still dropping references, talking about the situation. Well, I'm like, dude, he, come on, you're still trying to capitalize on this. What are you doing? Well, what, what I still don't that? understand is like, <laughs> as as a lot of the old school rappers say too. Of course, y- y'all be on these tracks just telling on yourself all the time. Because I, I know what me, happened though. She didn't said he make he a- was short, so he didn't. <laughs> <lose>. <laughs> <laughs> you're short and have a receding hairline. That's what happened. This man. <laughs> so he went crazy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I just, because I think right after the incident, he definitely put on a, he put out an album or whatever it was. It was like a, or a mixtape or something. that was like a diss or, or it's like a diss to a certain degree at me. Yeah. And then I'm like, have y'all not learned anything in the past, like 20, 30 years? Yeah. That, that they that will use your, man. they will use your lyrics stupid. to a certain degree against you. Like, nah, but nah, he was being, nah, he was being covert. He was, he was, no, but he was not, really dropping some bars. He thought he was, yeah. But not even that. You ain't even got to use being that word key. for word. All you have to do is be like, like it, it's a, it goes to your character, right? Yeah. If, if, even if you didn't shoot her, it's, it's going to be hard to convince that little old lady when she knows that there's a, you went out there and put songs out there dissing the girl. Yeah. Afterwards, calling her lying. Bitch, you know, you can't do that. Like, you know what I mean? So. That I, sucks, I, though. He actually was talented. I used to listen to him. When I all didn't. this BS happened, I was like, yeah, 
I ain't never really jammed him like that. I don't like the fact that he's in this trouble. I do hope the best for him um, in that back end. Same to Meg. I'm not saying I just support him regardless. I don't. I, I didn't follow this case very strongly, but I do hope yeah. that he get the help he need to build, you know, to, and that God be with him as he serves his time. Hope God be with uh, Megan as well. As Come on, Deacon. Be. Come on, Deacon. Yeah. There you go. God be with him. So confusing. You enjoy pimp culture. There you go and say something <laughs> like that. And all this is from a throwaway. Up, all this is from a throwaway joke. That was just something for us to go out on. <laughs> Man, look. You trying to clean up. Let me get out of here. Let me get us out of here. Earlier. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Let me get out of here before I mess around and <laughs> mess my stuff up even more. Yeah, we, they pimping in the church, too. That's what he said earlier. I didn't. No, I'm just saying <laughs> that there's. Sim, damn it, I'm saying there's similarities in the flashy dress. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there's similarities in the cultures by wearing flashy dresses and players are coming in with hats like it, it just i've seen those things over the years that's all i'm saying <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> yeah that isn't the best thing to ever say but there's some similarities to the culture flashy that's cars flashy suits flashy suit you tell me that ain't how a parking lot look at a church on the sun <laughs> <laughs> okay hey, exactly. get us out of here neither yeah, one of y'all i'm just saying neither one I'm, of y'all said no <laughs> that's right. No. <laughs> You're right. You know, I'm gonna let it go. You know, the last yeah. thing I'll say to my people, man, don't be clones. Yes, don't, be, don't clones. be clones. Very go. nice way to hang it up. We <laughs> we appreciate y'all listening to us. Um, definitely engage with us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, and you can also find our videos. As Kevin was saying earlier, some of the videos we post are on YouTube as well. But, man, we thank y'all so much for uh, listening to us. Tell a friend about us. Make sure you listen to our next episodes as well. But for the real, for real, we are signing off. Y'all have a great one. Peace. Later. This has been the Real For Real Podcast with Kevin, Trevor, and Isaiah. Thanks for tuning in. Keep up with the conversation by following us on our social media. On Instagram, you can find us at the real underscore for real. And on TikTok, you can find us at the Real For Real Podcast. Be safe, be blessed, and we'll catch you next time.